back to the Charles experience since since it's so good to see you again welcome back you too man someone asked us why we always in sweaty clothes well the answer is because we lift weights yep before during and after the pod we actually do the podcast in the gym as well yeah if you couldn't tell there's some weights back there there's a swimming pool just in the kitchen in the back. 300 meter swimming pool it's in the kitchen. It's a good swimming pool. Fuck, that set me back financially. Yeah. But that was worth it. Worth it though. I guess you're going to pay it off, right? With all the clients who come and do a little swim. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. We should crack on. We have to crack on. We should on. crack on. It's We're going to see you. Yep. Man. Let's man. go. Good handshake. That's the question. That, that me up, brother. Got new phone. Got, I got the new, uh, it's made out of t- titanium. Titanium. the screen because it's titanium. Shout out Conor McGregor. Let's go. Okay. Could you pass your own guard? You start. Uh, Absolutely, my my guard. You could pass your own guard. Not a chance. Not a fucking chance. Yeah, yeah, I, about I, I, I could pass my own guard. I think you could. Yeah, I could. I, uh, could, get, you I might, could. I could get myself tired enough to pass my own guard. Especially how I was passing yesterday. I was very happy. You'd probably with my get a black stuff. eye though, wouldn't you? No. You'd probably get a black eye if you were passing. You'd get a black eye. No, I wouldn't. What you'd manage to clear all the kicks and <laughs> and elbows on the way in. You just have no idea how to do jiu-jitsu properly. Yeah. That's Sorry. the issue. <laughs> That's could, the issue. Could you pass your own guard? Depends on the mat. So this is a question. Oh yeah, it was a question right there. That I just asked. It depends on the mat. You see, Rogers uh, absolutely Rod- not. No. Right, too slippery. But it is an on issue. Jigsaw mats, absolutely. You could just you you don't even have to really pass. You just stack them and they just get rolled up. Like a pile of clothes. Uh, RGAs. No, on a, on a jigsaw mat where oh, it's grippy. They get stuck, got it, yeah, yeah. They, you can't slide across the mat. At RGA, you can't even push off your toes. So, good luck. Basically, it's like pushing a sled. Yeah, you can literally on ice. Push someone across the room. On ice, though. Yeah, but you can't because your toes will slip. Okay, moving on. Do you prefer playing top or bottom in jits? Again, it depends on the mat, my driller. If the mat is grippy, I prefer to play top. I know it's grippy. Uh, but if it's not grippy, I prefer to play bottom. Why? Just because the slip, the, the because, slippage reasons. Yeah, in order to apply pressure or move around or any sort of passing, you need some grip from your toes on the mat. Which you have more fun with? So like, let's say it's like the perfect mat. What do you have more fun playing? Then it's just completely equal and I enjoy both. Okay. But you I would just say... enjoy the sport of jiu-jitsu I just, I love the sport of jiu-jitsu. It's something I'm really passionate about. Oh, how long have you been doing it for? Just a couple of months. I'm one of those guys that, yeah, I started jiu-jitsu three years ago and now I'm like a black belt, like billion time world champion. Yeah. Wow. I'm just way more talented than everyone, right? So you've only been doing it for three months, three years? Three months. Months, sorry. Yeah, months. Okay, Okay. cool. Uh, Uh, So the the question is, the answer is overall, you enjoy both. Yeah, overall I enjoy both, but realistically in real life, the mat is going to cater to one more than the other. Jigsaw mats, I prefer to play top. Uh, and then slippery mats, I'll prefer to play bottom. Do you think it depends as well what you're trying to work on? Sometimes it depends for me. I yeah. Trying to work on stuff. But as in to win. Oh. Was to that win. The, was that, the question? that wasn't do the question, win? but no. what do you prefer Winning. playing in general? In, in general. I guess he's asking about generally speaking. Generally which speaking. We will answer generally. Okay. Ankle rehab from toehold slash Achilles lock. DRG. Yeah. David Gray rehab. David Ray Grehab or functional range conditioning is the... Yep. Restore. Re, you've got to restore range and then you've yeah. got to load the restored range. Then you've got to get it stronger. A bit that, of rice on my knee. Yeah. yeah. A bit of rice on the floor. How cultural. Yeah. 
Someone have a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. You've got guys remember like and subscribe, YouTube, Spotify, do all that. Buy my DVD. Yeah, buy my DVD. Buy my strength program. Now. Man, if only there was a really good judo for jujitsu instruction out Christian there. Osbeck's uh, Judo Fanatics I believe you can buy that on <laughs> <laughs> oh, I believe a- you can buy that directly on his Instagram I'm dead uh, I'm dead lul I'm dead that's enough of that yeah okay let's move on wow uh, what were we talking about that was a funny segment okay uh, should we talk about something serious now uh, ankle rehab from toehold oh, Achilles yes. Google you, functional you, range conditioning that's it I mean we, we, you know, we can give you specific exercises but you won't be able to see them and you won't be able to do them properly over here so realistically hire a physiotherapist that was a great answer yeah and then you've got to get stronger yeah exactly there you go Done. yeah that's it. 8 hours sleep a night no joke it heals a lot it heals much better don't drink alcohol uh, don't smoke cigarettes. We joke. This is all really important stuff. Yeah, this is stuff I can tell you for free. The rest of it, you got to pay for that. What is... Uh, sorry? You going to go? Nah, I wasn't really. Okay. What are some good interval exercises except for the damn fan bike? God damn, that blasted fan bike. You could do... The assault bike. The assault bike. It's a big fan bike as well. You could use... Nothing. Hill sprints are great. But be right. careful because your legs are going to be fucking sore after you've done hill sprints. So if you, you do to- them in the heat, you will get like brain cancer. <laughs> Genuinely, I got brain cancer from it. Go on. Oh, wow. Are yeah, you- I healed afterwards, but oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. Just, yeah, I just concentrated. Hill sprints, run up, sprint, <laughs> sprints up, walk down, don't sprint down. Uh, if you're going to do hill sprints, just start with a low volume and then gen- then slowly over time, build that volume up. If you start too high, you're going to be too sore. You could use the, the ski erg. You could use the rower. You could use any kind of fit- fitness apparatus equipment to do intervals with. That is the answer. Yeah. Hill sprints are fucking brutal, aren't <clears throat> hill they? Hill sprints are amazing. Jesus They're fucking Christ. good. Because so it's low impact on the knees. Less, less pain on the knees. I thought I, I was going to get heat stroke doing that. I was doing it in Greece. You hydrated. I was, yeah, I was hydrated and everything, but it's just Middle extremely of the day. hot. Silliness. It was, yeah, 2 p.m. up a big hill. That's silly. Fuck me. I felt so sick afterwards. I needed a can of Coke and a cigarette, and I only had the can of Coke. Fair play. Should you we get up? Oh. A small gym. Should you set up a small gym and get members before renting a big place to open a gym? You've come to the right place, my friend. Both the answer is that. yes. Although I haven't even rented a big space now, so but you have kind of, right? In the same way. It's, I started in a three I started yeah, I started in a three hundred square foot facility uh for two years and I basically started as soon as I got into that facility, I was twenty hours a week, then I did fifty hours a week for a very long time. And then I moved to a 70, squ- 70 square meter facility, which I'm in now. It's so, also yeah. a podcast studio, great acoustics. Podcast, we've got a swimming pool in the back, 300 meter sw- swimming pool, but don't tell that to Bay the windows. Man. Windows. Uh, high ceilings. But yeah, you want to you prove, prove the proof of, proof of concept. That's yeah. what you want to do for yourself. Prove that the concept can work and that you can make money and be profitable with a smaller business, business, then you can scale it upwards once there is enough demand for it to be Also, scalable. your gym was directly downstairs from the old one, which is good because your clients, all your clients could basically come to this gym if they could go to the old one. There's not really an excuse, <laughs> right? <laughs> nah, it's too far. Uh, but if you have a jiu-jitsu gym in one location, maybe like 
25% of your guys can only make it because of the location. But luckily for us, our current location is so shit that if we move anywhere else, it we will, will get be, more members. It will be a big, big step up. A huge difference yeah. in members, success, quality of life and everything. But so, nah. So the key t- the key detail is five to ten minutes. If it's outside five to, t- five to ten minutes more, it's going to be difficult. However, Roger Gracie's, but again, it's tough because Roger Gracie's, people will go for the name and he has a big ass academy. He went from Latimer Road to Hammersmith, which is on a train. Yeah, it's only about five, 10 minutes. But if you're driving, that's a bit of a pain in the ass. But if you're on a line 25 bike. 25 to 30 driving. Yeah, it, it'd be rush a rush hour. It'll be a ball like driving. But if you're on a line bike, it really doesn't make that much of a difference. Yeah. But yeah, I would say don't make the journey more than. This wasn't even what he asked. But yeah, if you're going to change locations completely, five to 10 minutes within the same kind of area. Yeah, in your case, but it wouldn't even matter though, would it? Like, it doesn't if, matter. Yeah. If, you, if you're if you're a well if, if you're well established, yeah. and you're good at what you do, wherever like if you've got a decent location, it will do well. Yeah, because like people practice. come to see you. Yeah. Really, the only benefit from the carryover of students is that your first couple months won't be such a huge hit on the uh, rent. Yeah. All right, let's move on. That was a weirdly serious conversation. Yeah, that was what fucking loser. All right, you human flesh light. Uh, for the 10th time, how to retain guard from a smash pass into the legs. So we've done videos on this. We've sp- continue. To retain guard from it, though, we haven't. Oh, okay. Continue. So you've got to get your foot outside of the smash pass. We're talking about the Gordon sprawl passing it. Try and get your foot on either side of the hip. So you can go like the K guard side with your foot on the outside, or you can bring your foot to the other side and it will allow you the ability to invert and attack the legs much easier when your foot's to the outside. And that's it. You can go K-guard or you can invert to saddle, etc. I would also try and get my toes on the hip so you can actually like stomp them away properly. So if you watch Gordon doing his sparring, he's always, he's always taking that toe off the hip to stop people kicking him away. So they're just framing with the knee shield. It's not, it's not useful, basically, the knee shield. It just saves you getting crushed. Did momentary. you see his video with... Uh is it Javante Davis? Davis Asari. Oh my God, he was yeah. wearing him out. I actually watched that last night for so long. I really enjoyed it. Classic is that he just like letting him frame with two hands there and he's just getting so tired. I thought Davis was doing a great job, to be fair. In the first two minutes, he did a really good job getting onto those legs. Uh, like trying to attack. Yeah. Um, the whole time, I thought he did a very good job. I think Davis is fucking sick. Like, uh, fair play. He, he, he didn't good. seem to get that tight. I mean, he got subbed quite a few times, obviously. He, but they sparred for 15 minutes straight. True, actually. He um, got up, he, when he got tapped, he'd just be straight back into him. It wasn't easy. I wouldn't say it was that easy for Gordon, right? Gordon was no. using some strength and energy, etc., to pass the guard. And I guess they spar a lot. So Davis knows the score. He knows the battles that he has to win. He's world class. Is he 77? I hope so. Yeah. I think so. He's good, man. Uh, how many people who do BJJ are actually repressed and use BJJ as a no homo for male male touch? Well, it's a spectrum, you see, and I think quite a lot. Yeah. It's a great sport. I love a bit. As contact. long as it's repressed, I'm all right with it. Yeah, I love the contact. Yeah, I'm not repressed. That's though. the best part. All right, what to do in the lead up for a comp? Week before comp, take a rest. Take a rest, chief. Check, take take a re- Take a rest. This is. Jokes aside, get eight hours of sleep, stay well hydrated. If you're cutting weight, make sure your weight cutting strategies are on point. If you need help with that, look at our previous podcast. We've done a lot of stuff on that. And then you shouldn't be working too hard, Chief. Yeah, don't go really hard in the run-up to competitions or you will get ill or injured. Lachlan posted a study about 
something about increasing your rate of work and increasing the rate of injuries and there is like a direct correlate causation correlation etc whatever it's you true. get the idea you will get injured or ill if I mean, you just suddenly train way harder this yeah owen owen would always get sick two a week or two you this is you yeah more like three weeks before and i just recovered by the time the competition came yeah but this time you've done it not you've that. done it smartly yeah. a great word smartly yeah. this time cleverly yeah. i just won't like go full retard for no reason <coughs> there is oh. no reason there's no reason to add yeah. in all these extra days of training when you yeah. could just work better at yeah. what you're currently doing yeah Remember, if, you, if you want just not really the short run approach is not really good for winning comps you have to think about your long run yeah approach remember if, if you want to add more sessions into your training week you start with one extra session do that for two or three weeks how am i recovering from this assess is this working for me am i feeling more sore can, am i recovering if it's a yes fantastic then you can keep that or you may add in another session if you're like oh i feel pretty fucked then uh, i don't know i'm just absolutely fucked then you take that session out and then maybe you change it for something else or you just take it out and you continue as you were fantastic uh how do you make jujitsu sound cool to girls at parties honestly just say that you do mma just lie and they, they won't still know the difference. They still won't get in. They won't know the difference. They won't, they'll be, oh, is that what the one you like? You could just say jujitsu, and they'll be like, oh, what's that? You go, oh, you know a UFC? And they go, uh, you go, oh, you know Conor McGregor? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What he does? Yeah, I'm him. I'm a massive cokehead. I'm on coke right now. Yep. Probably would be at a party as well. So <laughs> there you go. It's believable. There you go. Uh, thoughts on belly up finishes for heel hooks? Yeah, why not? I think uh, outside heel hooks, I would rather finish on my side or belly down. Belly down would be the ultimate of breaking, but finishing belly up, I feel like they can start to drive weight into you and maybe like start to you know snap your hands away, etc. But really, once you get yourself aligned with them, if you have the correct configuration of your legs, e.g. belly up, I would just have like a cross legs position there's no point trying to describe it basically if they're belly up you can break their leg if they're belly down you can break their leg if you're on your side you can break their leg the ideal is belly down obviously but and by that logic i would say the least ideal is belly up fantastic good hierarchy right now thanks tips on returning to snc workouts after a hard com competition weekend uh take it easy chief yeah. go back into training the the what's the issue here sorry sorry we can't just have any question what is the fucking issue cunt right you just go back to training at, as hard as you can be bothered to yeah there you go like yeah we could say that or we could try and answer the question helpfully uh, nah what little Stefan de Beja competes a lot and he'll come in if you want to laugh go check out Stefan de Beja's um, Instagram it's so funny it's so hilarious if you um, if you come in and you're like man that competition really fucked me up my hands are sore my shoulders are sore you know calves just sore in like little weird places be mindful of that don't go crazy at training be like okay I'm gonna go 25% lighter than I usually do which you're probably gonna that's all you're probably gonna be able to do just which coast. is fine don't coast but work hard for what you can do for that day yeah. like you normally would at training so basically to owen's point just train as you normally would but do your best 
at what you can. Don't try and push crazy. That's the main thing. Yeah. You'll be, so let's say you, you go, you're going, oh, I'm going to do some deadlifts today. Nope, that doesn't feel good. Great. Do a different exercise. Maybe do some RDLs. That doesn't feel good. Do some squats or some lying hamstring curls, seated hamstring curls, same muscle group. How can I hit that? You've got to you think outside the box here. But yeah. if you're feeling really sore, you need to look for other exercise selections and just go through it, try and achieve full range of motion and move while. There's not really a time limit on weights in that you don't have to hit a certain target weight by a certain time. Never. So not for jiu-jitsu essentially fellas. you can just tone it down as much as you want and make your progress as slow or as fast as you want. Like there's no, there's no cutoff point unless Zero. you're a power lifter. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of jiu-jitsu. Sometimes I can come in and be like, right, I've got those 50s and I'll do some 50 kg dumbbell bench presses and they feel fantastic. Sometimes I'll come in and I'll be like, mate, I can only just do 42s and I'll just do 42s. And there Fucking you go. Fucking hell. You just got to accept that. What do you look for when studying matches? I look for things that I've asked you or other fellas about. I really only ask you questions. And I'm trying to look for those specific things. Or I'm like, oh, how do you do that? Pause, little rewind, pause, little rewind. I like to, yes. what's he doing here? What's he doing there? And I'll, like, when we got to the uh, Gordon Javante, Javante Davis, that's his name? Davis, sorry. Why did I think Javante Davis? Javante is another black athlete. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut that. We can cut that. We don't have to cut that. We don't but, have to, but, but yeah. Probably be better. What's his, what's his name? <laughs> Devonte Johnson, I believe. And I said Javonte. You said Javonte Asare. Davis Asare and Devonte Johnson. They're two um, different people. I do apologize for that. Wow. That's, that, that saves wow, the Wow, man. That saves the other. Anyway, watching his match. Doesn't matter, does it? No, it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late. Um, little pause, rewind. Oh, what's Gordon done there? Oh, he's got the leg out. How do you get that pass? Yeah, oh, he's setting up the triangle there. How's he done that? Anyway, you answer. Well, yeah, watch stuff that he does. Basically that. Just watch stuff that, he, you know, if e.g. Gordon and Davis Asare, I'll, I watch that twice over, back to front to back, book to book, cover to cover. Yeah, and uh, first time I watched it, you know, just as entertainment, second time, and then I was like, ooh, I got, all right, we've got to rewatch this and get down to the details. And then next time I watched it, it was like, probably like 45 to an hour of just watching it, rewinding, watching it, cutting clips. I have clips saved on my phone now of things I want to practice, little bits that he does. You basically find people that you're copying and each time they release a bit of sparring or comp footage, comp footage is less good really, but sparring footage, you can copy it very easily and you can apply it to your training partners and you can see how it fits in with the rest of the game. So yeah, like even with the sprawl passing, you know, I see Gordon doing stuff that, or just like tactically, he's not always sprawling. Sometimes he's going for the high tripod, head down, passing. I saw him do one like one hand on the neck in the C gripping the neck and the other hand C gripping the armpit with his head down and his hips up. And he just pressures in until his partner's like shoulders are flat to the floor. Then I see him like waiting for him to kick and then ripping the grip out rather than just ripping the grip out. There were many things in that. I like how set, how setting up some of those triangles. So he'd get to like... He did that four or five times. And he went foot here and he went no, straight He's through. going side control triangles. Yes. That is going to be his next DVD, Walla. He goes underhook and then he just steps his 
head side leg over the head leg. and leaves the trail leg under the armpit. Like fair play, it's actually extremely hard to stop. It looks like because I feel like Davis obviously <clears throat> has had it triangle. done to him many many times and still is failing to defend it. Yep. Yeah, man. So was, I'm gonna start doing that as well because yeah, it looks fucking tasty. I that mean, was good footage. Yeah, it was great footage. I have one more question. I got. I got fucking heaps. Have the crackheads been hiding from this cold weather or have you stopped looking? Here is my opinion. During COVID, the only people that you would see, during and slightly after COVID, the only people that you would see out on the streets were crackheads, basically, and like health workers. So, and like obviously health workers would go to work and be back from work much earlier and much later than me. So basically I would only see crackheads about and anyone on the street was a crackhead basically By chance. or that way inclined because they wouldn't have had a home or else they'd be at home living in fear of COVID, the most deadly disease of all time. Now, you know, you get a lot more normal people. Also, I've streamlined my day in that I don't have to go on the fucking district line or any public transport at oh, any yeah, point. I forgot you did that. That was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I used problem. to go on the train a lot. Now I open my own gym and life is sweet and I can train jiu-jitsu four and a half hours a day plus i can do something in between i.e wrestling weights condition or physio oh, or the occasional again. rest no condition until the match nah fuck that i'm, I'm getting tired roughly how much weight we gain on a bulk uh my friend that really depends on how much you're bulking by if you do a bulk of 500 calorie surplus per day, you could gain anywhere between 300 grams to 500 grams per week, which is a lot. And if you do that over a long period of time, there we go. If you do that for like four weeks, what's that? You're a mathematician, two, three kgs. Sorry, what was 500 grams, four weeks? 500 grams uh, each, each day. Yeah, you'll gain like three kgs a month. Uh, yeah, three, about three kgs a month. Potentially, potentially less. Um, noob gains is a big thing, isn't Noob it? gains is a big thing. It, it, there's so many variables to this. Have you been, What's your training age? What What's your training program look like? How hard do you train? What does the calories look like? Basically, just go on a 500 calorie surplus. That will be 0.3, 0.2 to 0.5 kgs per week. Uh, if you do 1,000 calories... Daily, you could look to gain anywhere to like you know plus five plus five hundred grams of weight uh, per week. But again, it depends. I can't answer that exactly perfectly. Noob gains though, massive. Noob gains are huge, man. You could you could be a noob in the gym and you just start going to the gym and you start eating a lot of food and you're like, what the fuck? Over like a space of a year, you've put on like five kgs of muscle, which would be huge in the really upper echelons anywhere to between five and 10 kgs would be huge. I mean, we are lifting exactly the same as before. And I feel like I'm eating almost the same as before. And weight. And weight shift. has not shifted since. Yeah. But I'm training more. Because you're at maintenance as well. Don't forget you have put on the weight now. So those calories are now maintenance calories mm. versus weight gain calories. So if I went back to 5k a day, I'm probably on like three. I'm probably on four to three point five. Go to five k, eat disgustingly, and you'll start putting on weight. You get to like ninety one, ninety two. Need to do that with again the big, with the big boy weights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as in, as in, you're a bigger and better person because you lift more. Yeah, but my back, that's what you're making it. Oh, 
your back, back is hurting. So yeah. you're a small person. Why do pros, let's move on quickly. Why do pros respond to the real professor fella if he's anything but a troll? That's actually a good question. Uh, I think he is not a troll. I think he has, the fact that he has 5K followers and a lot of people listen to what he says and he has some insider info means that people regard his opinion higher than any random account. That's it is it. literally just a random account. No one knows who he is. No, yeah, it's anonymous, but it can still be uh, validated by info. You know, he has information that others wouldn't. What did he actually do? How's he... Uh, I think he had info on like exposing different things like sexual misconduct at different gyms. Non-sing, et cetera. Yeah, non-sing, et cetera, that sort of stuff. Right, okay. Money, Money exposures as well, how much certain people make compared to other people. What's really funny about that is now he's also a healthcare professional. He, he knows a lot about strength and conditioning, whereas once he... he is was, that what he said? Well, he seems to be. Yeah. I mean, I just can't wait to be tested because... You know, now then all his followers can finally stop, get off my dick, sort of thing. But yeah, yeah. no, you want yeah. them. Um, better have short. Better to have a short eccentric with additional weight. For oh, sorry, what this is two part pull up. When doing pull up eccentrics, is it better to have a long eccentric at body weight or a shorter eccentric with additional weight? Um, I would only do eccentric pull-ups if I'm trying to get better at pull-ups. So let's say if you can't do any pull-ups, you would start by doing an isometric hold at the top, roughly going for three sets of 30 seconds. Once you can do three sets of 30 seconds at the top position, then you would move to eccentric pull-ups, working for three sets of five reps with ideally 10 seconds from top to bottom. Once you can do that, you'll move on to pull-ups. You'll be able to string one or two pull-ups together and then you'd finish the, uh, the remaining reps to get to five total with eccentrics. Once you can do five reps perfectly, then you'll just continue trying to build your pull-ups from there, perhaps adding some weight. Once you can do 10 plus normal pull-ups, I would then looking, look to start adding weight, but I would never do uh, eccentric pull-ups uh, once I've passed that. What do you think about muscle-ups? Is there any value to doing that for jiu-jitsu? Not for jiu-jitsu, just in general. Yeah, it's a great exercise. You're going to get very strong. You're going to be, be, be like, your lats will get stronger because you're going to have, have to have really strong lats to get from that position to, to there. It's quite technique technique as in, oriented as well. You can cheat hard though in those. You can cheat hard by kipping, but I've, I've shout out our friend Avi, however you say his last yeah. name. He is a fucking specimen. He doesn't cheat. He does zero cheating. I've done one once, no cheating with false grips. Yeah, that's not cheating. One ever. Yeah, muscle ups, if you can do them, they're a great exercise. Yeah, maybe we should work them in. It's it's tricky on these shitty bars though, because see how they're all crooked. If you just have a a nice fixed straight bar, it's perfect to do. This might swing around a bit too much. It just, but the the, the handles just put you off. You just want a, a flat bar to do it from, or rings. I need to put the rings up on the ceiling. Ah, the rings. Ring muscle ups are fantastic True because that. it takes you through full range of motion. You get a lot of good internal rotation of the shoulder in that bottom dip position and then pushing out. You get nice straight arm strength and tendons of the elbows. We so. should definitely do that. Muscle- I've done a couple of those on the rings. Muscle ups are fantastic. They're fucking brutal on the rings. Yeah, they're very good. So good question, Owen. Thanks. Uh, how, to f- that one in. how to find ideal weight classes for BJJ comps. I think we did this last podcast or the podcast before. Uh, RuneScape versus PEDs. Um, One or both. Go for both. 
Tips on getting past the tips on getting tips on how to get past that pesky knee shield invert to the legs combo. Uh, head position right on the shoulder. If you get that head on the shoulder, it's hard for them to invert off the floor. And yeah, you've got to keep your outside leg back, not allow them to grab it. Don't post with weight on your outside hand if you're in a cross hamstring position. And yeah, you have to keep your weight in your feet, right? So they're not able to like post, make you post your hands over the top of them and then just spin through you. So yeah, that's it. Also, you know, you can cross face and sprawl, etc. Use a near side underhook. These are all good ideas to basically stop people from underhooking your leg and spinning between your legs. So weight back, keep your second leg back. And obviously there's a bit of play here in that if you want to apply pressure, then there's more chance of you get of them applying pressure back into you and then releasing that pressure and using that timing to spin underneath you. So if you're just aware of that play, it can save you a lot of trouble. However, your people are going to invert under you invariably. So you should probably just get used to defending the invert, which, you know, basically that's the guard player's goal is if, if they can get underneath you in any sort of way, it could be hooks, it could be whatever, but inverting is a very good way of getting underneath you. If they can get underneath you, then they can start, you know, off balancing you, splitting your legs, make it hard for you to lift your legs off the floor and they can start attacking the legs, right? So if they control the space between your legs, it becomes much easier to attack the legs, control the legs, even attack the arms. So... Basically, you have to get good at once people invert, what to do from there. You should be well-rounded in defending leg locks and passing from leg locks, as well as any other position where you'd pass from. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, how should you approach, how should you slash do you approach mentally approaching matches? Man, which one? Full dyslexia. How should you slash do you mentally approach matches and tournaments? Beautiful. Thanks. I read it like a true first language English that. person. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say you've got to treat it as close to a sparring round in the gym that you really want to win. So let's say I want to win against this guy. I don't want to expose my game too much and I don't want to go too deep or get too tired too early. I mean, maybe if you think, yeah, fuck, it, I'm just going to catch this guy out with some sneaky shit from the start, then you can try that. But you might expend a bit of energy trying that and then you might get tired and get fucked. So strategically, there's no easy answer. But what I would like to do generally is like feel out what they're good at. So have a bit of play where I'm not really giving too much or attempting too much and see where they kind of waste their, where they use their energy. And then once I know what they're aiming for, what their goals are, then I will know what to avoid so I can start to put, like attack in places that they are not necessarily best at defending or areas where I feel like this is a hole in their game. I can attack from here and I know what to avoid. How much time do you have left? None at all. We should finish it there. Great. It's uh, perfect timing. If, perfect if you've been taking a shit, go back to work. Get back to work. Guys, remember, like and subscribe to the podcast, YouTube, on Spotify. Top left-hand corner on Spotify. By Satoshi Ishii's judo instructional. Yeah, he's got a really fucking good it's one. It's fucking good. That's I actually up. bought it myself. Did and you? it's probably Yeah, yeah. It's probably one of... I actually use the BJ Fanatics points. But it's probably one of the best judo instructionals out there. There's only oh. two or three other ones. But I definitely recommend you check out Satoshi Ishii's. And there's one other guy who did one pretty recently, but I can't remember. I was uki for it. It's, it's all right.
You don't remember the fella? Uh, no. We'll have to get back to you on the other part. I'm, yeah. I'm running out of time. Seriously, I can't remember his name. But if you just Google... You've, you've got some Judo fanatics as well. Counter in the outside passer, butterfly sloppy seconds, yeah. and something else. Yeah. Check, and go do UK that. variant. Yeah. It's a COVID joke. I sell strength programs. If you want to get strong, your questions can be answered with a strength program. If you want to train with me, come to my gym or come to Rogers in the morning. Mashallah. Good to see you guys. Thanks, man. Great to see you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>